I bet that was probably pretty good. It's, I'm sure it's fine. Welcome to episode 104 of the Craft Heads podcast. This is the podcast where my best friend of 20 years, Tommy and I, get together, <laughs> I would say officially, on average of every 10 days. Mm-hmm. If I had, I mean, like, sometimes it's spot on every week, and then I'm like, oh, we got to get an extra one out. Yeah. Every 10 days. Are we going to have a formal like word for that 10 days that we need to... We need one. Yeah, because there's 14 days, there's a fortnight. Yeah. There's seven days, there's a week. So what is this? Come on now, on the spot. Oh. <laughs> Crespit. <A> honcho? <laughs> Every honcho? I like honcho. Let's go with honcho. I don't know where Crespit came from. I heard CHP in my head and then some weird syllables came out. I like, I like one honcho. Okay. Because we had... We had a weird little conversation right before um, we started recording. Yeah, and if so if you're a long-time listener, uh, 50 episodes now, 50 episodes from now, whenever we say we get together every honcho <laughs> and somebody's new and listening and says, what the fuck does that mean? We'll point them back <laughs> yeah, to you, episode 104. 104. So we have, we have a topic. We have a crafty beverage always. And this week, what are we having, Tommy? We're having a bottle of wine shared between four people, uh, the entire bottle. Claire and Tara are here because they factor into the topic today. Yes. But this is uh, a red blend, and it's called the Cleaver, and it's a 2015 vintage. Beautiful. For all of our Sopranos friends out there, it would have been a good one to have on that episode, which is still coming, by the way, so stay tuned, Sopranos fans. I almost mixed vintage and cleaver and said cleavage and vinter. Which would have been funny. Cleavage and a vintner's cleavage (laughs) would be awesome. Cheers. 2015. 2015. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Wife. Oof. Everywhere. (laughs) Sounds so fancy. It's the same same cheers every time, too. It's hard not to get that sound, actually. That is quite good. It tastes grapey to Mm me. Yes, I know it's wine. It... (laughs) It's good. No, I think that's fine to say, especially with blends. I feel like they always are a little more fruity because there's so many different grapes. You can't like pick out the type of cab it is. So, well, true experts can't. But do you know what this is a blend of? Uh, no, but I can check it on the bottle. Should I? Tara? Roz, would, Roz, would you like to handle that for us? Thank you. Fact check. So we have a pretty, we have an actual topic this week. Um, it is lighthearted in nature not for tara and myself (laughs) necessarily but i figured we could talk about weddings and wedding receptions Mm -hmm. the genesis of the idea is for those of you who don't know i don't i don't know if i ever even revealed this directly on the podcast because you've heard me bounce back and forth between fiance and wife and then i just committed to wife tara and i actually got married almost one year ago (laughs) coming up this this month one year anniversary and Tara and I actually we have our our church ceremony and the actual reception coming up here in October, and Tara is amazing. She is the 180 degree opposite of Bridezilla. She's like Bride Zilcha, yeah. And <laughs> what are all these spoonerisms I, we're coming up I, with? Today? I don't know. That was that was weird. A honcho, but. Uh, Basically, she doesn't need the crazy extravagant thing. We don't need anything big. We don't like planning. We're very, very lazy. We've put off a lot of things, etc. Haven't even sent out invitations yet. So long story short, uh, we just we kind of freaked out at how much money we were spending. So we basically cut the budget of the wedding in half. And we just wanted to talk about why people have the receptions they do, uh, the reason that 
you know, some people want to just, you know, blow everything on it. Other people just really don't give a shit. Also, the importance of the wedding itself versus a reception. And uh, Tommy, of course, Tommy and Claire, they also will be planning theirs like next year sometime, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're already planning ours is uh, next year, late qu- quarter three, almost quarter four of next year. And um, so over a year from now. Yeah, over a year yeah. from now. Uh, but kind of the reason, another big reason this was all brought up is Ter- Tara and Alex invited Claire and I to yes. partake in their tasting their their reception food tasting i don't even know what the hell you called it call i think it. it's that reception food tasting sure food tasting whatever most people just call them tastings i guess and uh so it was a really nice big fat meal of a bunch of different types of food which honestly i wish i could eat like this every time i went to a restaurant just right? give me a taster of everything on your menu and that would please. be amazing and uh so we have our comments about that to maybe spill on air well yeah totally and and i'll say that uh we tara and i at our venue we actually had two tastings we went to the one just the two of us and then the one that we did tonight date of recording timestamp, june 10th and tommy or i'm sorry yesterday was 69 yes you're right it was yeah 69 sex uh yesterday no neither did we yeah we we totally failed spill it on air yeah I, that's that's not a big deal i can handle that so basically um we were we were very underwhelmed at the first tasting last month. Tara and I both were. And for any of you know, who know me, I have PTSD in a, in a special aversion to silverfish. If you don't know what they are, look them up. And one was on my neck at the first tasting. And I like brushed it off and it flew on the table and I wanted to kill myself. And the food was very okay. So the first tasting kind of sucked. Second one with Tommy and Claire, a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you kept saying uh, during the meal how much better the company, the atmosphere, and I, I forget what the other word you were using. Food. Yeah, the food. The was food was better. Yeah. I mean, it, the first time I would have described the food as adequate, mm-hmm. which is not good. Mm-hmm. And then this time it was a full good. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean on a one to 10 scale? What's a full uh, good? Seven. And <laughs> what was ad- what is adequate? Five. five okay yeah i mean so it jumped a full two points what would be better mediocre or adequate i think mediocre might be worse uh, is it mediocre a, below average i that's a good question I think tara like Roz, claire so, so can we do a define mediocre on google please below average. i think it's below, below average also bro, yeah, I would say all you have to do is be squidward mediocre. it was mediocre yeah and you kind of say it in a negative context too Context <laughs> or connotation. You I mean, mixed them you. up. Thank you. Only uh, of moderate quality, not very good. I would say that that is below average. Yeah. yeah. So slightly inadequate. You kind of use in a positive light. You're exactly. Like, it was adequate. You're right. There's like right a little bit above average and a little bit below. So what's yeah. five? Five is average. It's average. <laughs> yes. But it's, then then an average is a C, and you're technically bad if you. Get but a you're C. passing. Okay. Adequate, you know. Acceptable in quality. So, or yeah, 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 yeah. It's acceptable. So it, exactly. Acceptable I mean, like, if it were a five, that means you can eat it. Yeah. And if it's four or below, it's like, well, I mean, what is this random know. one to ten cast we're having right now? I kind of love it. I, I love it too. <laughs> so, uh, what's ten? Superb. Superb. Um, is excellent nine? Uh, you know what I think ten is? The word. One of my favorite words. Outstanding. Yeah, mm. yeah. Ten is outstanding. Like so, nine is superb. when you're done with sex. Outstanding <laughs> at the end. That's a Fraser reference. Okay. 
so also a personal life. Ten reference. being outstanding, and we actually almost have to assign words for every number now. Ten outstanding. Nine is excellent. Is superb. Superb. Eight is excellent. Really? I don't know. What is super? No, 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 no. We we need great somewhere in there. So maybe good is six. This this would be way easier to do. With yeah, a seven's one to five great. Scale. For obvious reasons, yeah. but I acted like I was saying something very cool right there, but that was an obvious... It wasn't as profound yeah. as he thought. <laughs> you ever have that moment? Oh, plenty of times. And people, you look around and everybody's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, what did you think about the food? Did you think it was good or great? As he sips. Um, I'm enjoying it. I think that the food was... I think I might have liked it the best out of everyone. I would agree with that, especially <laughs> the shrimp and grits shooter, yeah. which was very good. I don't know if we'll be able to do it because it's kind of polarizing for the guests, but um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was don't at least move the tail. Yes, it was at least good, and I can I can feel comfortable now that we we get to pick X amount of starters and you know two entrees or whatever to, for everybody to pick from, and now that we've gotten two batches worth to pick from, I feel comfortable selecting things that I would serve at my wedding reception. At the first one, I was like, this is not going to work. Like, yeah. I, I can't serve this at my wedding. Yeah. So I'm very happy. Tara, are you happy? I'm satisfied. Satisfied. Okay, that's good. That's, a, that's, that's, a an, enthousi- that's an enthusiastic <laughs> bride over there. My, that's my point, though. Tara's just been amazing about all this, and like we just sort of sat down about a week ago and really thought maybe even a little over that whenever we were up north visiting our both of our families and I gotta I gotta give some serious love and appreciation to my brother because we were sitting around the campfire campfire around the the fire in his backyard Mm -hmm. in uh white suburbia (laughs) and he he, Tara and I were like yeah we have all this planning to do we don't give a shit and he's like why are you guys even having a reception and we looked at each other like I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And it's because other people want and expect it. So we finally came down on, on the decision, like, yes, we'll have a reception. Because we we do, it's in a perfect world, I'd have a hundred people that I know and love come and witness the ceremony, because that's what's special to us, and then just, like, party all weekend. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they need the reception. And according to Tara's mom, we have to feed people. So... I just had this a is a really, good compromise. I had a really weird thought about how cool it would be to have a very intimate wedding with just your immediate family members at the the lake house in Lake Lanier, out in that backyard, and then everybody's yes. staying like the twenty or thirty people you have staying in that mansion. I'll tell you what, dude. How cool would that be if if there were like a resurgence with the virus or whatever? I promise you, we're still getting married, and there will still be something mm-hmm. for the amount of people who are willing to. Um, not cower in place and and come down. So I definitely think um, I think we made the right decision. And after all of the toiling and everything that we've been doing about it, I'm finally kind of excited because mm-hmm. up to this point, Tara and I both have just looked at it as a big to do, mm-hmm. and and it's like we're throwing this big extravagant party for other people. Because I I told Tara and I told you guys this earlier. I was like, you always talk how cool it would be to go on one of those excursions to Antarctica, and they're like. 15 grand or whatever. And I'm not suggesting that we do that, but I basically put it into perspective for Tara. I said, would you rather do that or have a big extravagant reception? She's like, Antarctica. Duh. Well, so. you guys are smart enough people and you both have good enough jobs. Thank God in this, during thank, this whole thank thing. Thank God for that. Yeah. And I, and I've felt especially thankful lately just with the amount of unemployment, which in the 
I don't know how it dropped from 20 to, to 15 or 10 the other day, but whatever, we won't go into that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, you have to be thankful in these times. And I know you guys are going to get plenty of opportunities throughout your life to do that. Yeah. So don't, don't think of it as a, it's one or the other kind of thing. You yeah. guys are going to get to do everything that you want to do. True. I know that you guys are like driven enough to make the money to do that. I appreciate you saying that. And you can even back me up. Have you ever seen me work this hard in my life? No. In, in regard to a job? Yeah. I mean, I've never really done anything. Yeah. Like, so this is, it, it's a good thing. I've definitely had Except a big... Except that you were the best ever. Oh, the best. <laughs> no, I actually, I did, I worked hard for my existing clients. I didn't work hard enough to get new ones, but um, shout out Jay Kurtz. We should because he was actually texting us today too. I know. About uh, our episode 100 with our new equipment. Yes. And he really liked the Genie episode. Please and go listen to that. I liked it too. It was a good one. Um, and he also was, as Alex and I are, well, I'm going to put this in quotations, on the shorter side, uh, he he agreed with me about wanting one of his wishes, wanting to be taller. And uh, so I feel you there, Kurtz. And uh, yeah. I would like to unequivocally state, I am not short, <laughs> nor am I on the shorter side. I, I'm not even getting defensive about this. It is just like an objective fact. Yeah. I agree. Thank you, Claire. Would you Round, call me short, though? And then I'm look at that. The he is, he's on the shorter side, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's a one and a half inch difference. And that's, and how, how crazy is that? How tall are you? I round up to 5'11". Which is important. And I round not at all to exactly five nine. <laughs> <laughs> so what, five Perfect. Ten and three quarters, Alex? Yeah, or or even it might even be five ten and a half, but that rounds up. Huh. So. I mean, so isn't that really weird that one and a half inches makes you yeah. the difference between somebody who's average versus short? Yeah. And I and I'm not even saying that I am tall because I think that cutoff is probably six feet and above. Everything everybody can probably you know, agree on that. Yeah, I would agree. Exactly. So the bottom line is, if Tommy is moving into on the shorter side territory, that means where I am has to be smack dab in the middle. Yeah, there has to be a middle. There's a three inch gap for average. Is that that's not fair? Maybe even less. Yeah. But the point is, you don't just go short tall. Yeah. There's something in the middle. Mm-hmm. So wow, that was a funny little diatribe. That was episode 100. That was our breakout episode with all the new equipment. So weddings and receptions. Uh, Tara and I are, are, we have our big, beautiful ceremony in a massive church. Five feet nine is the average height of males in America. Bruh, you're average, son. I'm, 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 uh, mediocre. Yeah, you're, (laughs) you're mediocre height. I love it. Mediocre height. I love it. Good call. That all, you know, and then there's, it would skew in lots of different directions with ethnicity and everything else too. But, um, anyways, the big ceremony, which we can't wait for in the big, beautiful church, a really... All kidding aside, and all of our grievances aside, a beautiful venue, which we're very excited about. Good food. <laughs> and uh, we're hoping to have Magno still play at our wedding, and his brother, DJ. I want these, the rice pilots, as they call themselves, because they are uh, Filipino. That's going to, and their brothers, that should be super amazing. Hope that still comes to fruition. Tommy, would you like to talk about what you and Claire have tentatively planned? Well, yeah, sure. I think we might have mentioned it on a uh, episode a little bit ago was the uh, Claire and I are going to have our wedding venue and reception all in the mountains of Tennessee, the Smoky Mountains. Mm. Uh, we are renting out a almost like a reservation, I would say, and everybody's going to be sleeping in 
tents and it's called glamping because the tents have like AC and bathrooms and showers and nice beds and all that Glamour shit. Glamour camping. That's a portmanteau, everybody. Yeah, and you and I almost made money on glanching. Well, we, yeah, <laughs> we did nothing. No, actually, we lost money on glanching. Yeah, that's right. That's um, correct. If you want to know what that's all about, ask us. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into it. But um, we're going to do that. And um, I was actually going to... I'm waiting until after your wedding when Magno plays to maybe suggest Magno for our wedding. Because I think Claire, I don't think she realizes how good he is. He's extremely talented. Yeah. Yeah. And the and is it just him and his brother that we're going to come? That's That's... When I first brought it up to him, he talked about getting the whole band together, which, like, wow, that would be really, really cool, too. But I love the idea of of Magno being there for, you know, several really important live songs and maybe some dances and things. And then, we down to get funky, oh, coming from his brother, you know, and all the other weddings. Because yeah, we, we need a talented... Everybody clap your hands. Clap, clap, clap. clap. Up your hands. So we could do this, but uh, I, he's reputable, he's reliable, and both of them are. So that would be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, dude, the Smoky Mountains, and you're in the yurts. Would you like to tell people who don't know what those are? I don't what know those? what they are. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> They're like fancy Mongolian tents ish. Is it is a right? yurt like a? It's a dif- What's the difference between a yurt and a teepee? Tara. Have, so a teepee is a triangle. Straight to the ground, mm-hmm. where a yurt has an actual vertical wall with ninety degrees to the floor. But the uh, top is like a flat cone, ish. Yeah, it, yeah. that has it's more of like a flat teepee. So it's a circle it's with a hut on top. of Exactly. It. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's what we're think in. about. Like a chode of a pencil. Mm-hmm. That's what it's shaped like. I would say it looks more like a permanent house or residence than a teepee. A teepee looks much more. Sure, that makes sense. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Um. I the thing that I'm looking forward to most is that the reservation doesn't have uh, good self service, so I'm hoping people are out and about and hanging out. Totally. Tommy jokingly mentioned taking everybody's phones off them, which I thought was hilarious. So <laughs> and, and would be in favor, but it would be really funny to to put that in the wedding invitation and the amount of people that would decline because of that. How I would, interesting that. I'd would like be. to think that the answer is zero, but we all know that's not true. Yeah. So. Um, what else? So we talked about what we're doing, why we're doing it. I, did you guys decide on what meal you wanted to have? What do you mean? Did, like on the way home, did you talk about what you thought would be the entree? Oh no, your... we'll wait probably another couple months. And okay. then finally, whenever somebody holds our feet to the fire, we'll, we'll get around to that. Understood. But okay. So let's, let's say money weren't, weren't an issue at all. Is there anything that you would do as like a crazy blowout thing, or would you consider you guys as at blowout level, or what do you think? I, I mean, I don't really even know what I expected. I wasn't one of those people that thought about what my wedding was going to look like Me at either. all. Yeah. So and and I'm like you. I just kind of want my lady to be as happy as possible. So I mean, but there definitely is some there. You know, there's compromises to be made because you can't spend a hundred thousand dollars at a wedding. Some people what? can. You can't? You, you can, but you mayn't. <laughs> we would not. Yes. Yeah. Actually, no, because I would use the same argument as you. Is we are, yeah, I think shan't. one of the reasons that we're, I'm definitely going to use this, is we're going to try to go to Bali 
actually we are going to Bali for our honeymoon. Hell yes. And uh, I know you guys talked about Italy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use that to my advantage to probably play down some otherwise, you know, over the top expenses that I don't feel would be necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. So along those lines, especially uh, Bali sounds really cool and exotic. I think Italy is... We're staying next to a monkey garden. And we're going to be going there one day. I love it. They're going to fling poo at you all day. Is that what we called it? Monkey reserve. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to eat shit. Literally, <laughs> hopefully, if, if should you be so lucky. But yeah, I mean, even <laughs> even Italy, it's one of those things where I feel like so many people just think like, oh, we have to go to uh, a Caribbean island mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just remember, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You don't have to go on a honeymoon at all. You don't have to have a reception at all. You don't even have to get married in a church if you're not religious. Let me tell you, in the state of Georgia. And specifically, Cobb County, oh my God, what a fantastic experience we had, Tara and I. It was a group ceremony. Now, again, it's been a year, so I hope none of this has changed. But seriously, they marry people at the exact same time. Is it once or twice a day? I think it's once a day. Let's call it once a day. Literally 365 a year, or or, or maybe something short of that. And it's And you show up, you have your paperwork, and they're like, okay, thank you. Like when you pass it over to the, the clerk and they're like, wait there. The ceremony begins in 20 minutes or whatever. You go in, the judge says a few words. In our particular case, she actually read a, a little bit of scripture, which I thought was cool. Uh, if you don't like it, just ignore it. And <laughs> it's the way, the joking way that we tell it is it's like they wave a magic wand and they're like, all right, y'all are married. <laughs> and that's, we were in and out of the actual ceremony in what, 15 minutes? Five. No, Five. 15. <laughs> Big difference there. It was amazing, she though. Talks and stuff, but like, I would say five minutes actually standing up while she was speaking directly to the thirty people in the room, and yeah, it's literally she was like, "Y'all are married." Did the sign of peace or whatever? And, and not that yeah, so <laughs> sign of peace. Definitely she, not. Uh, she's like, "You'll receive your certificates in the mail, and like, or not in the mail, but like they'll be available for order in like two weeks or so." And then we went and got barbecue. Yeah, with Rimby, which was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a beautiful thing, especially because I'm glad that we were able to recognize how unexpectedly special that moment was because for some people, that's all they can afford. Like, that's all they're getting. And, you know, there's no reason to poo-poo it or downplay it for that reason. And we saw lots of happy people who had, you know, a half dozen family members with them there. And it was like the greatest day of our lives. And it was cool to experience that with them. We didn't really talk to anybody, but... And we had our own, you know, I had my goofy little uh, tungsten ring and Tara has her, her rose gold band until, wait, until, what do you mean? We'll have real, uh, uh, well, yeah, these are real, but we, we're both about the yellow gold. Um, Okay. Like two, like I was going to have two rings, like one to symbolize, obviously like the church marriage. And then when we have our, or the, uh, state marriage, but when we have the church one, I'll get actual yellow gold to match my uh, her engagement ring engagement is band. gold yep. yellow gold yeah. so I have two things to say about that number one uh, Claire and I are not getting married in the church uh, even though we are both raised Catholic um, don't know why but good just, yeah. do you know why why because you don't want to do that yeah I love I, it I, we're just doing what we want to do I, ne- I actually never pictured my I did picture this one thing about my marriage and it was never getting married during a two hour mass oh and just so everybody knows this one it's not. I've never been to a, a two-hour Catholic marriage. Uh, it it might be a full hour, maybe, mm-hmm. but it's, ours won't be anything crazy. It's a full hour, 
Okay. A Catholic mass would be. I mean, unless someone wants to really talk during a homily, which I hope ours doesn't. It should be an hour. You guys should be able to talk to the priest, right? Oh yeah, we we have counseling and stuff that we have to go through for that. That's you have. That's mandatory. But you can tell him like, hey, keep the homily tight, Father. Well, (laughs) first of all, I'm not going to be an asshole. But second of all, what I am going to ask him to do as a personal obligation, and this is for any of you Catholics out there, you'll appreciate this. I I take the uh, I take the the rite of mass very seriously. I go every single week without exception. Literally, have not missed a mass in like eight years. Uh, even with shitty, stupid COVID, I mean, I have and to the last time you missed was my fault, wasn't it? Weren't you hanging out with me? No, I literally never missed. No, I thought it was. I thought you did one time. And it I've was missed. Like, I've missed a couple of uh, holy days of obligation. Oh, okay, like right. it was. There was a New Year's Eve with you at your house in Tampa. That's I think, what it was. Okay. But no weekly masses. Um, the priest actually has the power to commute a Sunday obligation. And what I mean by that is if you get married on a Saturday before four o'clock PM, which is whenever that weekend's mass comes into effect, the obligation is in effect. They can literally wave their hands and they commute the obligation so that people practicing Catholics who went to that mass do not have to go uh, Sunday morning. That's funny. And I've been to a wedding before where the priest did that. And I went up to him and personally thanked him. I was like, this is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, your teacher being like, you guys have the day off. Today. Yeah, it's it's like getting excused early from school. <laughs> it's incredible. But one thing I was going to say, because um, you talked about not getting married in Catholic Church, technically, the priest isn't the person binding you two together. You both... Mm-hmm. It, have you gotten like confirmed or at least baptized in the Catholic yeah. Church? I, the only thing I haven't done is gotten confirmation. Um, because you're technically a Catholic, you. I'm not technically what? a Catholic, right? Oh, no. I was, you've received the Eucharist but not been confirmed. Correct. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Well, I, no, I, <laughs> but I had my first I communion. I got it all. Yes. <laughs> I've had my first communion. I thought I was allowed to do that. But the thing yeah, is, maybe, with, I don't know. I'm pretty sure your first communion, you, might, you can yeah, take you it, but confirmation is only for getting married in the church. No. 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 That's not true. No. Well, fuck Catholics. Mat- matrimony is a separate sacrament, yeah, and then confirmation is I don't know. I was on the speed track. The thing with mar- or, uh, matrimony is it is the two people getting married creating the sacrament. It's mm-hmm. not the priest. The pri- the priest administering he's it. He's administering it, and he's helping guide it along its way, and like he's actually keeping the mass together because, you know, whatever... Um, and then you obviously have witnesses and stuff all throughout the church, but it's the husband or the, the two fiancés, they're the ones by creating those vows and saying, you know, I do take you to be my husband and I do take you to be my wife without exceptions, blah, blah, blah. That's where you create your binding power. So by you guys not getting married in the Catholic church, even though you're getting married and you're saying I do, you're still good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, everybody's yeah. Everybody's good regardless, as long as as long as they're happy. I'm just saying, it, like Tommy and Claire, you you guys would not consider yourselves practicing Catholics. Mm-hmm. So who gives a shit? Why would you do that? Uh, yeah, that's that's more what I was talking about. But um, there was one other thing. Oh, as a spinoff of the Catholic thing, there is a way in the Catholic Church that you can receive all seven sacraments in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, it's weird because one of them is holy orders, which is becoming a priest. Which can happen, believe it or not. I don't know if you know that. 
there actually are some married Catholic priests like who pursue the priesthood afterward, which I, I don't like my priests married. I like old wrinkly single guys as my father baking soda father baking soda yeah but uh yeah you can receive all seven sacraments uh pop quiz can you get five of them i just said Uh, we just said multiple of them actually okay uh matrimony um the first communion uh confirmation eucharist eucharist confirmation confirmation's a third one baptism baptism uh then there's like uh, your rites of death or whatever. Yes. Last rites. Yes. Is that what it's called? Yes. Anointing of the sick. Yeah. Anointing of the sick. So that's five, right? Yes. I said one of them. Uh, wait, oh, uh, priesthood. The holy orders. <laughs> holy orders. And then what What age do you normally receive this other one? Uh, definitely early teens if you do everything by the book. I said confirmation. Is that all right? Here's your clue. You have to do it technically if you are in a state of mortal sin, you have to do it before every oh, time you oh, receive. Oh, oh, it's it's going into the box. You got it. Reconciliation, <laughs> Reconciliation i.e. confession. Yes, sir. So there's the little... See, I'm still, I still know my Catholic, you got the knowledge. kind of, but um, I, I've always just felt that I don't want to be dictated how I practice, I've, but I feel very Spiritual. close with God. Yes. And that's why people argue about like the spiritual versus faithful thing but spiritual cast whatever i I happen to be spiritual and religious but i'm much more i'm sorry (laughs) much more spiritual than i am religious but that's still a big part of my life too and i applaud people who i would disagree i would say you're more religious than spiritual Uh, well you're not me and i can tell you you're (laughs) wrong but it's just you going to you going to mass every single week this yeah but that just means i set my spiritual bar even higher Okay. I mean, I mean there, there are things, like, even though we go to Mass every week, I mean, we still, like, drag ourselves in begrudgingly, and then, like, listen to uh, who, Maybe you do. I don't. Well, like, sometimes. Like, like I don't want to touch people, and, like, thankfully, COVID, I don't know, I'm not going to say Thankfully, that. COVID. I love it. I love how this is going. But, thankfully, one of the things coming out of this is, like, we used to do this whole, oh, yeah, like, shake hands and greet your neighbor. And in the South. Name. It sucks. And say my name is Tara. Like, no, I'm not doing that. And two, I don't want to like touch your hand in the middle of mass because you got booger children. They're touching you, and like you're touching your kids covered in boogers. It's it's good for your immune system. That's why you haven't gotten COVID yet because you've shaken so many booger hands in your life. Maybe that bothers me. Some of the messages I really I can't stand because like on one hand it's like oh yeah like you know um, don't be a good person and give. You know, just so other people can see you doing it. You know, give out of the kindness of your heart and the fact that you want to give. And then the next week they'll say, "Oh yeah, we need money." Like, and then they. Oh, the Catholics love their money. Oh, you if you feel embarrassed because you didn't put anything in the basket this week, here's a little piece of cardboard that says, "I donate electronically." And like, so that that to me is like an oxymoron. Like, I just don't understand that. Like, how you can say like, "Oh, don't be ashamed," but then like. That's like that's anti-scriptural. Like people who do that. That really bothers me so there are things that bother me yeah well i i will say this this is my parting uh thought i used to give every week at mass once we paid the fee to have the wedding at the catholic church in it's christ the king it's it's amazing but uh probably never gonna see another dollar from me like it's (laughs) it's it's ludicrous yeah and it's like you know i'm trying to celebrate this this 
our faith and our religion and celebrate it with other people, and you're going to ding me with this? And, ah, How do you good. think that they're able to build these beautiful, massive buildings in the That's heart true. of giant cities? Money's got to come from somewhere. That's a good point. So, And they don't pay taxes. Yeah. But I, that's different. That's also another thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. Well, I, most of that fell under the umbrella still of the wedding cast. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on weddings, receptions, honeymoons, uh, any thoughts on your beloved fiance? Anyone I'm, else? I'm excited to get married to this girl for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you mentioned this earlier that you kept calling her fiance versus wife, and you finally committed to wife. I'm still girlfriend and fiance having trouble with girlfriend. She's gonna fiance. burn your ass on she that. She is, and she still says it, and everybody says it to me. They're like, it, "It's fiance, right?" And I'm like, "Fuck yes, I gotta get that right." Yeah. And meanwhile, my my timeline was insanely expedited. I should say ours. I mean, we were. Boyfriend, girlfriend for a year and three months, and then engaged for three months, and then married. So it was like, oh, I just got used to fiance, which, you know, this is this is my wife. Every time I say girlfriend instead of fiance, I gotta donate five or ten bucks to the marriage. You expand her budget. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. You should get compounding interest. It should be 0.5% every time he does it. A hundred? Holy cow, that's a hundred dollars. No. $5 Five dollars every time, and I'll send it. I'll Venmo you every Five. single time. You can get more out of that. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> what? Seven is a good Why number. Why are you guys negotiating up? This is fucked up. Seven times seven. Five dollars. I'm we'll take just, it or leave we'll just, it. <laughs> we'll take it off. I'll say some of the stuff like, and I didn't. I guess I didn't realize from a woman's perspective. Oh, a woman's perspective. Like, like I don't know what goes on in weddings. Yeah. Or in women's lives. <laughs> no, I guess I just never understood because I never thought about like a serious like you know marriage like someday I'm like oh eventually die. prior to me because you were just dying inside. Yeah, exactly. But like <laughs> there are so many um, like very very micro details that have costs associated with them, like mm-hmm. um, you great. know all the outfits for like little uh, ring bearers and stuff, which are no- we're not having. Ring bearers or Rowie. flower girls. <laughs> she jumped when I did that. Too. Well, what? She would be cute though. Yeah, uh, she's gonna be our ring bearer like, for sure. Like, like nice flower arrangements. Like I'm not doing any flowers, nothing, because I'm not spending all that money and then taking it to some place the next day. Like I'm not that. Not at the reception. They have flowers at the church. Gonna, thank God. If I'm gonna take something to like a nursing home or like a healthcare facility. I'd rather just take them uh, like a check for 500 bucks or something and say, hey, I know you guys aren't doing great here. This mm-hmm. is much better off to help you with things you need than giving you flowers that'll die in a week. Like, Hey, important distinction. Yeah. That's what we think. That's what we People think who want to spend their money and, and that's important to them, we're not poo-pooing it. Yeah. We're just, the big reminder is do what you want to do. Yeah, when it comes time for your wedding or your reception or whatever it is you're doing, do whatever the hell you want to do and to hell with anybody who has a problem with that because it's not their wedding. That's why we have such strong opinions about these kind of things is because if you guys wanted to do something that was way off the books, we wouldn't judge you. Exactly. So don't judge us. Yeah, that's right. So, Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Cheers. Cheers. I need more wine.